You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Pogues, I am so excited to be here for a nude episode, for a, sorry, uh, for a nude episode, nope, sorry, for, for a new episode of our fantastic podcast. Um... Uh, I don't know where that came from. Those uh, you can probably edit those those mistakes. I don't know why yeah. I just kept saying nude. Uh, yeah, I just kept I, saying nude. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, I wonder why there was a uh, a shocking amount of nudity in this movie, and some of it deeply upsetting. Longtime fans of the show had probably heard us in, with shock and shock and surprise discuss the nudity, uh, the Madonna nudity featured in Dick Tracy. That, by the way, I spoke to a few friends um about the dick tracy episode and they were all like that can't be right when i mentioned the nudity and i'm like no no it's, it's in there. there you see all them nips and she doesn't just like walk past a curtain i mean it's like it's, yeah, it's on it's screen like, she's just having a conversation plus some very vividly graphic lines about peach ice cream that i you know mm, can't repeat on this episode mm-hmm. that's correct <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, though. A lot of this movie, I could not believe... Oh, oh first of all, I guess we did Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, in case you didn't know. Uh, yes, uh, let me just... Just in case you might not have recognized it from the name, I'll just use it, the tagline that's on the movie poster. Um, she is an ancient prophecy fulfilled, a golden god, a child possessed with a mystic gift, a gift which grew in strength as she grew in years, a gift about to be put to the ultimate test, innocence against evil. Then that's that's what she wanted in a tagline. For yeah, you know what? Pick one, Six guys. To seven lines. Pick one. <laughs> also, this movie, I mean, might as well have been called White Savior. Like that would yeah. have been. I well, mean, it is like every like White Savior trope in no in cinema. Now, Pogues, I do agree with you. Um, that that is certainly the vibe going here, but I think it's more accurate to call it a white um, uh, uh, voyeur movie. Which is to say that Sheena doesn't do a fucking goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, her Yeah, her plan involves getting a bunch of the people she's, like, in charge of killed in it. In, yeah. It's the worst ambush I've ever seen in my life. Sheena's powers appear to be talking to animals and then going, oh, no, when bad stuff happens and then leaving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was definitely... I, there's just so much wrong with this movie this this movie is phenomenal uh no by phenomenal i mean i wrote four times i am uncomfortable um during this during this movie were two of those in the first like seven minutes of the movie where there's just repeatedly a female child mostly naked because i put that down in my notes yeah uh yeah so you know he starts with an origin yeah and i have to say you know we keep the um the, the 30 minute rule you know get, get your character in and established yeah. by 30 minutes and and this movie somehow does that um at about also, nine minutes she's called sheena and she grows up in a, a short montage and we see her like swinging and controlling animals so we got there yeah it is bizarre like the movie starts with the origin story of her being like a young child who basically causes her parents to die if i understood what was happening properly yeah, as far uh, as I can recall, she escaped her babysitter to mm-hmm. chase her her parents to a cave that they a sacred cave that they were taking samples from. Surprised them, they shouted an alarm, and the shouting collapsed. Apparently, the very fragile cave. Um, I mean, it's not like them. an avalanche. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I, killed I, them. I I felt like people didn't understand. Like they're like, no loud noises anywhere near a mountain cause an avalanche. It's like that's not really how caves work yeah i mean they're notoriously if that, cavernous if that were true it would have like it collapsed during the last thunderstorm or when people were outside chanting earlier yeah. <laughs> like they make a thing where they're like when they're walking in and he she says like what about what king blah 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 said and he's like well we both know echoes echoes can't kill you and i was like oh there's gonna be like some sort of like being inside the cave like that's what no. the movie's gonna be about like a monster or something and then it turns out it's just talking very loud kills you which was sort of disappointing but what's 
Okay. Yeah, I should point out that we talked about it in the mini episode, uh, but according to I, I don't know, I don't. Uh, it would surprise everyone here that um, despite Pogues and I con- call, considering ourselves to be at this point old men, we are nowhere near old enough to know a goddamn thing about the OG Sheena comics. <laughs> so yeah. we had to dig a lot of stuff up, and um, apparently the OG origin story is that Sheena's parents, um, or at least parent accidentally this is the wikipedia entry accidentally drinks a magic potion (laughs) which happens like six or seven times a week i think it's like the third leading cause of death in the united states of uh 40 year olds yeah hence why they release all those psas uh label your potions yeah that was Mm -hmm. a yeah had some catchy raps in the 90s yeah don't accidentally swallow liquids you know (laughs) but the movie starts and she's like taking a nap for no reason whatsoever, she's just in her underwear, which I thought was really weird, because it's like, why wouldn't she be in full clothes? I mean, she's taking a nap. She's not, like, taking a bath. So there's, like, a young child who's, like, I don't know, five or six years old, that little girl? Yeah. She is then like that for the rest of the time she's in the mood, which is, like, ten minutes. She's just topless for some reason. And I was like, boy, this is really weird and, like, very uncomfortable. Little did I know that they were ready to amp it up because the next fade to, she's older. And I was like, oh, good, okay. Still topless. It's like a 10-year-old girl in, like, a thong, and she's topless. And I was like, who the fuck okayed this? Like, who was watching these dailies and was like, yeah, I don't see It's uncomfy. And, like, I get that they're like, oh, well, you know, Sheena's like a a wild child, you know, so we're going to just try and make it accurate to what that would look yes, like. Yes, but and then I, why is she wearing a bra? <laughs> exactly. Um, but, and, and, and I, well, for part of the movie. Uh, but what I get is that, like, you know, if you're going to do, like, Dr. Manhattan, you're like, you know what, we're going to do it. We're going to do nudity. And it's like, yeah, it'll make scenes different <laughs> if yeah, the man like, is nude in them the whole time. But people understand, hey, it's an adult man. Yes. <laughs> it's and part it, of the character. That, that, it's that established. Wang's been CGI'd. Look, if you're going to goof around with reality in this movie, because this movie sure does, just throw some more clothes on this child, because yeah, at least they're in lots of takes, like... and it's super uncomfy. I had to, like, yes. close my blinds. <laughs> I, I was watching it, and I was just like, because I, I was, like, half paying attention. And all of a sudden, I was watching, I looked over, and, I, and like, in the beginning, because the beginning is very boring. And I was like, wait, is that, like, a, because I was like, oh, it, they, it's already adult, because that woman looks like she's top. And then she turned around, and she was just a child. And I was like... What the fuck is... And she's in a lot of scenes topless. And it was like... I have like three notes where I'm just like, why is this still going on? Why won't they let this poor girl put on a shirt? I don't understand. The woman training her is wearing a shirt. Most of the other women we saw were wearing shirts. Why is not this woman wearing... It really bothered me. And then all of a sudden... It's it's not that I'm just like completely weird about nudity. um, I'm completely weird about children nudity. (laughs) And that is something that's okay to be weird about. Um, but I'm not even just being weird about that. It's just that it's it's a lot of shots, and there's no reason for it. <laughs> yes, like yeah, it would be different if it like made it's like really I said, strange some sense. It still would have been weird because she is like past like you know like when the, it's like the little girl in the beginning. I was like, this is gross, but I guess you know she's like a toddler. She's like or whatever. Yeah, she's like toddler age, and you're like, yeah, that, that's 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 not even noticeable. You know, toddlers yes. are constantly wandering around in public. You know, like that. That's, yeah. that's not weird at all. Yeah, but, but, but when she is like easily in grade school, I was like, yeah. this is gross. It's it's, it's super weird. <laughs> I started like fast forwarding because I was like, I am very uncomfortable right now. It's it is a solid like seven or eight minutes of that origin story, and it's and it's, it's so pretty rough. Um, the prior thing, to that, it's, in it's fact, like though, so we long. also. We also have nudity amongst the tribe um, yeah, which, during some of the early shots, which I, that didn't bother or shock me. I was I, I was a little surprised to see it yeah, in the I PG had a National movie. Geographic subscription, but it, yeah, exactly. It's it, it's actually probably somewhat accurate to whatever tribe they're basing stuff on. Like it's not super wild, so I was like, yeah, that's normal. Little did I know that the main actress would, would reappear scene after scene, either nude or shot from the lowest angle possible while climbing a tree. Yes, the scene where he's like reaching up and she's reaching down to try to help them. I have a note that just said, well, I guess uh, Tanya Roberts didn't have to see a gynecologist this year because everyone else just <laughs> took the role for it. I mean, you could basically see, I mean, like so much. And I just thought, how did this movie even in the 80s like wouldn't that have been i mean it's very it was rated pg 
full PG. It's insane. And it's not even like, uh, you I know, mean, we talked about Dick... straight topless for like a minute and a half. We're not talking about like Dick Tracy where she's in like, uh, like, like a see-through kind of negligee and like wa- walking through and talking to Dick Tracy for a moment before she gets further dressed. We're talking about she just like walks into a scene and like talks about the man's body for like for like a full like like 10 minute sequence and you're like oh all right we're just doing porn huh we're just doing this yeah it was just so i was just like what is she she gets repeatedly nude and then like i said every time she's on screen doing any kind of action sequence it is it is shot and orchestrated that she is just being like shown in some upskirt like you know behind the loincloth way and it's rough man (laughs) it's the whole movie all right, I had to look this up real quick. This movie was released in August of 1984. They created the PG-13 rating in July of 1984. How did Temple of Doom get a PG-13? But this was a, this has so much nudity in it, and so many people dying. I was yeah, very I mean, confused. There, there is a scene in the end when a, a tribesman holds uh, one of the bad guys... Uh, hostage for a moment before shoving a metal spearhead through his neck and holding it there while he twitches and dies and withdraws it i guess maybe they were like no one's gonna see this who cares what we rated shocking this movie also um i have a theory that this movie was written in another language and then translated to english because it has like some of the worst and confusing pieces of dialogue that i've like ever oh my god i just looked you know who also who co-wrote this movie who was the guy who wrote the flash gordon movie no oh my it's so we're all getting no return coming here. to get and the guy who who wrote uh, never say never the james bond sequel that wasn't a james bond movie technically sorry i was looking up some of the rating how this ended up with a pg rating and there was a response from uh, siskel and ebert on their show really said this movie is rated pg oh, they gave it two thumbs down and they said this show is rated pg not pg 13 it's probably the only pg movie that will continuously play on the playboy channel you see more of tiny roberts than you do of last month's playmate God. i mean not that not that wrong yeah it's 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 ludicrous and here's another thing like i i'm a positive guy and I, despite coming into this ep- the episodes of this sh- podcast with things to say, um, I tend to not, like, go after actors or actresses. You know, I'll make fun of an accent that's pretty bad or, or talk about a weird moment or, or, or performance here or there. But t- Tanya Roberts is straight god-awful <laughs> in every scene she's in. She's an actress that, it's like, I question so bad. how she kept acting. I, 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 she's not I good really, in Beastmaster. Really she's not good in The View to Kill, and she's not good in this. Those are the only three things I've seen. <laughs> so I feel she, like something's wrong. There are multiple lines delivered where it seems like she forgot the line partway through and like kind of halter like 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 yes. like, like halts in her speech and then like looks off to the side and then finishes the line. And I'm like, Jesus Christ! This there was is the cut they got. There was multiple line readings. Where I, after a while, I was like, she's not American. She, she must have been, like, she must be like a, like a foreign national. You know what I mean? So I went and looked it up. No, she was born in Manhattan, New York. She couldn't have been Impossible. born in a more American place. And I was like, oh, that's wild. Like, because I just assumed she didn't know English. You know what I mean? Like, she had come and they had taught her English and she just wasn't, you know, it's hard to speak another language. Turns out she's just real bad at the one she knows. But yeah, she, she is the, nowhere too is it more noticeable than in the final scene where she's like delivering a speech. Exactly, I was and about it to get there. Feels yeah. like she forgot all of the speech because she's like, "Remember back a thousand, one thousand moons ago." Uh, get your get your bows, and there's like a yeah. long pause where it's there's a long like, pause. You feel like she's like there's a moment there so long that you almost see some of the extras around her like look around and go. To be cut like like yeah. you almost feel like all of them like looking around being like hey you want to get some of them craft services when they- oh is she still still going okay like it is it is it is rough man i i she 
dragged down every scene she was in and it was it's the movie's called sheena so it's fucking rough i mean the supporting cast were fine you know yeah did you uh, feel like uh, um, the guy who played vic casey who i remember his name because they did that stupid thing where she always says his full name as if like it's one word yeah yeah but like as if they don't understand what fucking last names are like i mean there's a it's confusing who has it is baffling she knows that it is baffling what they decide that Sheena understands and doesn't understand, but go ahead. <laughs> yes. Um, did you feel like if this movie had been made in 1994, he would have been played by, uh, what's the guy who, Matthew Perry? The guy who was Chandler? <laughs> There's like there a couple a... of times where he's like delivering lines and I was like, was Ted Wass like the <laughs> the Chandler of his generation? There is a pro- there is certainly a, a, a proto, <laughs> proto yeah, Perry like... going on here. Like a couple of times, it just feels like he might as well be like, "Can you believe?" You know, like I just—I mean, it was just so over the top, especially when he's talking to her about things. It was very. That's all I kept thinking. Then after I thought of it, I was like, "Yeah, I could see. Too bad they don't remake this with old Perry." But alas, we missed that window. We, we did miss the Perry window. That's that's for sure. <laughs> I, I I have I have multiple notes in here about her acting. It is. It is rough. It feels like someone uncomfortable on their first day at set, someone who did not look at their lines, like someone who... I mean, it, it's mixed with the fact that she's probably trying to play like a sort of... I, um, I think, yeah, she was trying to play... Aloof. Like, yes, you know, and naive and something. Yeah. Like it, she lacked the chops to play it anything doesn't help. other than Tanya Roberts. <laughs> it doesn't help when, you know, if you're going to play a character, that, that is an ultimately challenging role to play someone who's like robotic or, or neutral or emotionless or aloof. I mean, that's like the antithesis of acting. So if you're if you're doing that, it's like you're an exceptional actor, like, you know, Data on Star Trek. And you're going to like, you know, you're going to like work really hard to do little facial movements or something to sort of like deliver where you can't deliver normally with like big, a big performance. Um, that is not this person who was who struggled to be a Bond girl. I'm sorry. I mean, it's bad, man. It 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 drags the movie down. The movie's two hours, and it felt like one of the longer ones we've ever watched. I mean, it was. It, yeah, it's I was not so, helped by the absence of a plot. Really, I was so disappointed when I went to watch it. I was like, oh, that's right. This is on Amazon. And I was like, oh fuck. Amazon doesn't let you watch things faster than they are. At least on mobile, so I couldn't watch it any faster than it was, and I was it's so a, disappointed. This was this was a scrub movie, if there ever was one. Um, yeah, I mean, just to guide the people who have not seen it, which I would assume is uh, everyone. Um, the gist is that uh, the prince of the um, sort of neighboring society uh, to the to the tribe that that raised well, Sheena, the, the the prince who is the king or the prince of the country that this tribe. Owns yeah, that's land, fair. Yeah, like has land in. Yeah, they're like they the, don't yeah. name any of them. The country, the the tribe is made up. So yeah, they're 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 treated well by the king currently, who has instructed everyone to leave them alone. But the prince uh, orchestrates his father's murder so he can become king and uh, expel it's the his tribe. Brother. It's his brother, uh, actually. or brother, uh, and expel the tribe and then uh, strip mine like the titanium or whatever he found uh, from the mountains there. Um, so, so the, the sort of crossing of stories is these this, these journalists who are doing a boring character piece on on said on said uh, 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 usurper um, accidentally like record his 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 own his assassination his, yeah his coup and then uh, in an attempt to sort of I guess get more information are swept up in like the 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 coup and then eventually well they gets... see a chance for an Emmy. I don't know if yeah, but I don't understand why they didn't just take the footage to the airport and just sort of yeah go home with it. They they instead they, they start like going to like the the like the prison with the person who got framed and they get kind of swept up in Sheena's whole shit. Um, well, real quick re- before we get any further, I, I wanted to ask: Do you know why the prince is so famous? That uh, these people are here. He played football. Yes, uh, apparently. The prince of this African country won the Super Bowl, is is my understanding from the speech his brother gives. Really? Is that what they're saying? Why does that guy need money? <laughs> but also, and this is a line, this is a direct quote. The doctor who's at the very beginning who dies, he says, how are you sure it'll work? And he says, 
I kicked a 68-yard field goal against the Denvers. That's the whole line. <laughs> the Denvers. The good old Denvers. So I assume he means the football team. Also, um, 68 yards is an insane distance for a field goal. 63 is the record, and that dude barely made it. 68 yards is the most absurd. Like, why did they? Why couldn't they have just said 63 or something? But I mean, I could not stop laughing because I went back and rewound it. I was like, he must have said the Denver Broncos or whoever the team. I was like, maybe they weren't there in the 80s. He literally just says, against the Denvers. And it's plural, according to subtitles. Not like Denver's possessive. Just Denver's. The multiple. I was just like, oh no. There, there was a couple more lines. I didn't bother to write them down. That one had me like dying laughing. But it was just like so many of them were just like. But, and then it, like the whole thing though. It was just like, I don't understand. He's royalty. He's a famous football player. Why does he care? Why doesn't he just live in the United States? And make money as a football player he doesn't seem that old he's clearly famous he has to be able to get endorsements why does he have to kill his brother so that they can strip mine a mountain they do make some comment about how he doesn't need to be doing this but he's just obsessed and, oh did and it? Hungry i hungry for more have, I, I might have zoned out at that point but yeah i don't that one really got me that in the scene where when they first introduced three porters and Vic Casey high fives him, uh, and it and then he goes to high five. He doesn't realize that the guy is the king. He just thinks he's some friend, and the two of them high five. And it is a scene in which I am positive neither person knew what a high five was. I, <laughs> yeah, they, he comes in from the side. It's pretty bizarre. Yes, and he also is like super aggressive. And then when he high fives the like the princess to be. She likes Zig Hales, which is not how you do no. it. And then, like, instead of just, like, slacking... I mean, he, like, must have hated this woman. Because he, like, hits her hand harder than anyone should do during a, woman, a high five. A character who refers to herself as the, wickeded per- the, the most wicked person in the entire region. Which is insane. There is, there is generations of literature full of wicked characters and i can't think of one that's ever referred to themselves as wicked <laughs> well maybe she was originally from boston oh yeah yeah she's she's a wicked good leader <laughs> i'm yeah. wicked i'm wicked good princess uh yeah this is yeah so also you touched on the escape sequence which happens in which sheena somehow knows that that late i couldn't i missed that how she knew that shaman is the name of the character and they keep saying it as if it's a name not like a title of a person i mean we'll assume animals told her i guess yes so she shows up and this is the first of two to three times they play the most confusing soundtrack for what's happening which is like a guitar riff that is clearly like trying to mimic uh chariots of fire the famous song you know that da, 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 da. and it's really bad it's worse than what i just did but it's like soft acoustic guitar so it sounds like i looked away and i heard the music playing and i was like who's getting ready to fuck when i looked back at the screen and no an elephant was breaking down a gate and i thought huh not what i thought was coming and then they play it later when she's trying to kill the prince and they're like running at each other they start playing it i just i didn't understand the music cue to be like what's the least dramatic song we recorded for this film great let's use that six to seven times god it's like just talking about the general like quality of the movie like the acting performances range from atrocious as covered to fine Um, i would say they range from atrocious to not good to vic casey who i can't i'm just not sure (laughs) um and the music is trying but it's bizarre and i appreciate that you know a ton of this was on location to some degree you know there's lots of huge All of sleeping it was, shots. Which I think is part of the problem. They apparently couldn't get dailies for two weeks. So they would film scenes, send them back to London from Africa, get them back two weeks later, and then watch them. So if something was wrong, they had to go back from a shoot two weeks before, which they probably weren't even in the same location. <laughs> so I yeah, think that's but- why the movie probably was so bad, is they were just like, oh my god, she forgot the entire speech and no one noticed. Do we refilm it? Nah, I don't think so. That uh, that makes sense to me. 
uh, because yeah, it's you know it, it is cool to see some of like the big scenery and, and and setting for most of the the major scenes, but all that happens in them is like Sheena swings confusingly. A, a film that did not need to be filmed on location anywhere. Yeah, there's no reason they couldn't have filmed it just in like a California desert. There's nothing there where you're like. They're definitely in Africa. I just assumed they were somewhere, like in Mexico or something. You know what I mean? Like some jungly place, you know what I mean? And then when I read that they had actually went to Africa and then didn't have a way to process the film, I was like, why? Why would you make it so much more needlessly complicated for yourself? But, you know, I guess it brought us the quality, which is this. (laughs) Um the I, I, i'm like having a hard time like trying to figure out what to even like discuss next because if you were to follow the plot there isn't anything after what i sort of summed up like once the journalists are out in the woods with sheena it is just sort of vague like jogging through different like here settings yeah. and riding it <laughs> riding a zebra and then a way and again for, like us to see her asshole and then for pers- a way to her be topless pursued by a variety of well-equipped soldiers and sheena continues to have no power ability or knowledge to my understanding i mean other than other than leading <laughs> my favorite leading this armored mobile convoy through a patch of like waist-high thorns which apparently were so devastating that like three men died <laughs> there's like the other thing that's very confusing about the entire like chasing them to the scene is so he sets it up so that the people think that these this tribe uh i forget the made-up name for them uh were the ones who killed the king right that's the that's the plot he then yes. instantly drives out to murder them with mercenaries why did he have to pretend like they were the ones who killed the prince if it didn't matter at all if he was just going to kill them with mercenaries Shouldn't it have been, like, a big thing where, like, he went to the press and said, oh, we're going to get them, and then he went after them with the army instead of just, like, eight guys in jeeps? It was just very confusing. Like, the plot... I understood what the plot of the movie was, but it was at best seven minutes. Like, it could have been resolved. You know what I mean? Like, they they didn't use any of the plot. It's very weird. Yeah, they just get them out there, a bunch of sort of vague uh, Aussie mercenaries. Um... And, and again, like, they chase Sheena, and Sheena and this guy have no, have, have no way of escaping them quickly. Uh, other than the thorn ruse, <laughs> Sheena, the rest of the scenes are, like, them burning down a village, and Sheena being like, oh, shoot, and then leaving. And then, like, they, they take a helicopter and, like, start, you know, like, a, an attack chopper and, and shooting at, like, buffalo, and she's like, ah, oh, dang, wish I could do something about that. <laughs> Yeah, just they just repeatedly kill people and animals and destroy like the 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 region that she by design is sworn to protect until she finally just says, "All right, I quit. You guys can you guys can take me prisoner." Yes, she gives up. I felt a little too quick. Also, she seems to like her power is that she can talk to animals, which the shaman could also do. So I didn't really understand what she was needed for. Like, the shaman could have probably done it better had she not for some reason gone to the city to warn the king. Yeah, it was. I don't know why she cared about the king, I guess. <laughs> I guess because he was nice to her, so she didn't want him I to suppose. die. But it was just sort of like a confusing... I should also point out, the, the craziest fucking scene in the world is that, you know, they escape into the woods to some degree, um, but the shaman has taken too many um, too much injury and and perishes on the spot and I while was, she's, i was not sure how she was wounded either by the way it's unclear she has a little blood in her head a little blood on her arm <laughs> she looks fine but apparently she was wounded badly um as she's giving her like final lines to sheena and uh and and, and the actress is doing her best um which is not good enough um there is an elephant in the background fucking digging a grave is there really yeah he is visibly digging a grave the shaman has yet to die but the elephant is i mean how demoralizing is that 
I, I, I'm gonna have to go back. I looked away during some you're, of it. I you're laying there wounded me. and being like, "Oh boy, I don't know if I'm gonna make it." Hey, what's, what's, what's Dumbo over there doing? Who oh, I just had shovel. I just, I, I just—he's just using his hoof to just like dig a grave, whatever you trunk. I don't know what you call a, a, a foot. Um, I just can't imagine like the shaman like peeking over Sheena's shoulder and goes, "Did you ask him to?" Yeah. Was it? Uh, <laughs> am I not gonna make it? I thought. I mean, I only have this scratch on my forehead. I, I thought I'd be okay. My injuries are pretty vague. I feel fine. That elephant um, was very Monty Python, you know. Like, it, what's insane though is that for a movie in which Sheena's like only tangible power is that, um, other than swinging, swinging needlessly. Um, which is her, her mainly used power, um, is that she can talk to animals and, and use them as sort of like sidekicks. Um, animals don't do a lot, you know? Like, they're mostly yeah. on their own. It's mostly her and, like, the guy just sort of, like, crawling through, like, shrubs and being like, we'll never get away. And I'm like, can't she, like, call someone? <laughs> yeah. At no point in this movie is it, like, more clear that it's hard to make animals do things you want uh than like the fact that like her superpower is to call them and a lot of times it's just stock footage of animals doing the things they already do and we're pretending like she told them to do it yeah so it's like very like a like when you watch it you're just like oh this is really dumb like it's so obvious that like nothing is happening yeah and there's the, like there's a lot of that and it's it, it's it's the best we get of their attempt at making her a superhero because she is just I mean, she spends most of the movie coming up with bad plans. I mean, at one point, they, they concoct the strangest idea, which is that they're going to tie uh, Vic's Swiss army knife to an arrow shaft and then wrap some, like, you know, tinder around it and light it and shoot it at the barrels. Seemed good. If you puncture a barrel with a knife and it's on fire, should explode. Sure doesn't. <laughs> It kind of explodes, doesn't it? it? It catches fire, and they all panic, and then the helicopter flies over it and puts out the fire. Oh, wow. And, I really I really was not paying attention. And that is the conclusion of that plan. And then shortly after, they just fucking surrender. Um, and I'll never get over it. <laughs> the, the plot... The plot is... <laughs> is that the woman, the most wicked woman in the uh, country, um, chucks Sheena into a chopper with one man. Don't know why there's just one guy in there. Seems like Sheena should be at least powerful enough to kick this woman's ass, but apparently she's not. <laughs> Once again, demonstrating how useful, useless she is as a character. Well, she's got those chains on. Uh, she's put into this chopper, and they're going to fly her over the village to get their attention and then chuck her uh, uh, into the falls, which frankly aren't that big. Um, but they're going to chuck her into the, into the waterfall um, as a demonstration of their power. And Sheena detecting that she's in peril uses her uses her power to summon approximately 400 flamingo yes which, which is again the first of, is like stock said, footage the stock footage of flamingos taking off but at some point the flamingos and sheena have to share a scene or else it won't feel real so to acquire that scene as best i can guess they had a helicopter like part of a helicopter on a set and they shook it while stage uh, helpers just sort of, like, waggled, stuffed Okay, this flamingos. is where I think I'm going to disagree with you. I think they put, like, flamingo food on the actors because several times those, those look like real birds and they look like they are attacking the stunt person, like, violently. Like, the person looks like they are in fear. And Sheena... <laughs> sometimes they cut to her and she looks frightened like really frightened and so i think they were like the flamingos will just like eat the birds you know look like they're attacking and it turns out flamingos are fucked up because i mean if, if they're puppets the one is really good because it has like a really good wingspan because it opens its wings while it's doing it because it, i thought at first i was like boy this is bad and then i was like oh shit that's a real flamingo see i disagree i definitely think seemed like it felt like or at least some of the scenes felt like stage hands waggling stuff. Yeah, flamingos. I, there's definitely some fake flamingos in there. The best there's part, also... Pogues, is both of our descriptions of the event are funny. <laughs> I, 
Oh, multiple times during this movie, they have real animals very close to actors, and all I could think was, I wonder how many of these actors died. Because, <laughs> like, at one point, these actors are all really close to, like, lions. Yeah. And they are, like, this is too early for this to be, like, a composite shot. Like, they're definitely in the shot with them. And all I could think was, this is so unsafe for these actors especially the dude who's laying on the ground like you know how dangerous it is to lay down near a, a big cat insane like that's, that's the that's how what's his name the guy from Siegfried and Roy he fell on the ground and I guess that's the universal sign for big cats that means fuck me up and I, it, they tried to kill him that cat had lived with him for 10 years and it tried to murder him I like the whole time I just kept thinking I bet this is like the second actor they got to play the cat you know, I was, I was expecting, like, a real roar situation where, like, every actor was wounded. Well, in, in all fairness, I mean, the reason why the tiger attacked, um, you know, who, who got attacked? Was it Siegfried or Roy? One I don't know. Whichever one um, fell on the ground. The reason why one of them uh, was attacked uh, was because they lived together for 10 years. Um, and Siegfried ne- always leaves his dishes out to soak, you know? Oh, but never, never puts oh, him in the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's ludicrous. And Roy was like out there playing rock band at like full volume at like one a.m. It's you know it's exhausting. Feels like you're referring to somebody you used to live with. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, the, I think at, at this point I had written in my notes this movie is not going to really evolve, is it? Because you know, interesting movies continue to, to continue to develop. Um, or at the very least, remain somewhat simple on a course that you can predict, but stack every scene with action, drama, sci-fi nonsense. This movie doesn't do any of that. This movie says Sheena is just fucking useless. She just used flamingos to just barely survive being chucked out of a uh, of a helicopter. Um, <laughs> and then as soon as she's back with her people... Uh, she forms, potentially, as you as cited earlier, the worst defense in the history of movie siege defenses. Yeah, like her plan. The Ewoks so did a better bad. job. Like Far her plan better. Is, is also at the end after she gives her rousing, get your bows speech, which is the entire speech. Her plan is to like make them follow her into the jungle and i was like oh okay and they'll be like hiding in the trees and then like as they drive by they'll shoot arrows down at them and that'd be really hard to fight against she swings them into the jungle and they start following her and half of the tribe is just running in front of these cars being shot and i thought wait why did they have to like why did you just lead these people to their death why weren't why wasn't the ambush just right here why did it have to be like another mile into the jungle it was very weird and then when they finally spring the ambush, it takes them a while to kill those people, and several tribes members die. It like was the a movie, very confusing ending. The movie like stays with certain characters as they're shot and die. Like the movie makes it extremely clear that Sheena is just leading these these like these guys are in armored convoys, just firing out the edges. It would have made sense if she had like left the tribe in this valley, this tight narrow valley, the vehicles could barely move through. And had them ambush them there. Um, and then to get them there, she would have swung there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or yeah. run through the jungle or swing through the jungle, whatever. Lead them there with her super agility and her, her, her knowledge of the jungle. Uh, instead, she and the whole tribe meet them at the edge of the forest. And then we watch as conservatively 15 people are just gunned down in the back while trying to run. And I'm like, what was the, <laughs> what was yeah. the plan? And then again, it appeared to be it's like was like your acceptable casualties. And then again, in this PG movie, we repeatedly watch like arrows sink into necks. Yeah. (laughs) And like people getting speared in the chest and then like and just their bloody body like catapulting down a ravine. I mean, it's fucking violent and somehow still goofy. Again, the, the Ewoks did way better job. They had way more plan for, for assault. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's, like, you know, I mean, even though, like, some of it was, like, throwing rocks at an ATST, the point is, at least it was somewhat of a plan. Yeah, it was definitely, I, I don't know. The end of this movie is then 
she rides off to get the prince who's like by himself of course they, like, he, leave, he's the one that they, escapes yeah they leave the jungle and then go to like the desert flats of that and i was like where were these at i don't remember them crossing these but yeah it's like the heart of the desert yeah and she is very poorly trying to hit him with a a bow and he like turns around and fires two blind shots and hits her once and i thought man you guys really aren't making sheena very cool she seems really incompetent uh but then let's talk real quick before this uh vic casey comes up with a plan that he he has the footage that proves that uh this tribe didn't kill the prince and that's gonna matter or the king and that's gonna matter for some reason um and he's gonna he promises to trade that for sheena's life and he's gonna be double crossed and he's being driven back to go get the negatives and he pulls what i think would have been much better if he had pulled the captain america (laughs) and just been like oh i don't feel good guys and they pull over and then he just jumps back in and drives away instead his plan is he he has a like a tape recorder used like to record your voice like if you're you know leaving yourself a memo and for some reason he has a tiny cassette that has a song on it i didn't exactly understand usually usually music groups don't release tiny cassette versions of their albums and he's playing it and the guy gets mad and when he goes to grab it he just throws it out of the truck i mean he like throw the guy gets like four feet off the ground when he pitches him out it was so weird and that was just like his play and then he comes driving back and uh sheena after failing uh for some reason just falls off of her zebra just falls over i did not understand that because then it gets up and runs away so it's not dead it didn't look like it got hurt it just fell over for some reason and she's yeah. about to be run over by this guy she fires her arrow and hits him and he still just keeps coming and she just like sits there resigned to being driven over she doesn't try to run left or right i mean the guy's dying he has an arrow in him just go another direction hope he can't turn the wheel and then the uh, casey just drives it <laughs> yeah and explodes and i was so confused by that whole scene <laughs> I guess the prince's vehicle had some of the the gas canisters in it, I think. Yeah, and he's ejected, and he's, like, badly burned, and I was like, what? Uh, Oh, yeah, and he's, like, laying there dying, and he's like, uh, you know, when you have fatal wounds, they say you don't feel pain. I don't think that's true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever said that. I think it's very painful. Um, Something I wanted to share was, uh, did you notice, I mean, maybe you don't, I I certainly don't have, like, a lot of expertise on on the concept, did that zebra look off to you? You mean the white horse they painted stripes on? Yeah, it's the one. <laughs> yeah, because you can't ride a zebra. They're not that kind of horse. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't notice it at first because she just goes past really quickly. But especially in this scene where she's chasing the uh, the truck, I'm like, yeah, it's a horse. <laughs> yeah. It's a horse. I mean, props to the actress who appears to be riding it in most scenes. Yeah. At I mean, least... props, too, to the, the stunt people. They It looks like zebra stripes it's just zebras are not that big animals like a horse is really big zebras aren't that big they're like sort of closer to like the size of a pony than they are a horse and these are like full-on horses and it's really noticeable in the shot where she tells the zebra to go and like scare off the other animals and it runs up and it's like way too tall to be a zebra and then they record it making like Nain, which is not a sound of zebra makes. It's the yeah. sound of horse makes. It's like you're just like, oh, that that's just a horse. That's not a zebra. These fuckers. It's fucking fantastic. Ah, uh, it was it was such a weird movie. Uh, I also liked in the ending when uh, the guy's laying there and he's giving his emotional speech, and he's like, they say you, you can't feel anything, and all it is is uh, your mind's totally at peace. And all I can think to say is, shit, that's his line. He's he's dying. That's what he's going out on. Yeah, he delivers some weird fucking lines. Um, when I skipped, uh, oh, towards the end, he's trying to explain to Sheena that he can't stay and he can't, you know, do what he came to do because if he reveals... Like, the healing dirt, which was a weird thing they introduced at the very beginning. Forgot and then about, sort of forgot about. Forgot about for the whole movie and then came back around to. Um, he can't reveal Sheena or the dirt thing or any of that stuff because it would, you know, bring the whole world down upon this uh, tribe that he wants to um, leave uh, unmolested. 
um, as he's describing his turn. He's like, I can't. They'll they'll change your way of life and you and everything you got going on here. Yeah, he. That's what I mean. Like his lines feel like he Why, also was it, like, I'm not gonna memorize this. So out of place for that for him to be like, they'll destroy the the serenity of this place and you know the whole vibe and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're gonna go after the thing that you like and the stuff. You know they'll they'll come for you, Sheena, and it will be a wicked bummer. <laughs> They're gonna harsh your vibe. It's just I can't let it happen. Also, the ending was also very confusing because why did he have to go back? I don't know. I just sent the footage back. <laughs> could you've just sent the guy, the filmmaker and been like, "Yeah, Vic Casey died," and then he could have just stayed and kept sleeping with the uh, Sheena. We do get a really fantastic uh, example of just, like, exceptional, you know, development of this female character in which uh, in which the last scene is this this guy being like, hey, Sheena, y'all fuck? Because <laughs> we can just bone for a bit and then I got a ditch. <laughs> That's the end of this movie. Is he's yeah. like, hey, tell your tiger to go away so we can have sex for a couple yeah. hours. Yeah, tell it to go away for two hours. Tell it to give him like a couple hours. And I was like, wow, somebody's really padding their time for it. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's about to discover, you know, what what hygiene might be like for a woman who lives who lives exclusively in the desert. Uh, of, 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 you know, uh, uh, he's, he, I think he's in for a surprise is all I'm going to say. Who knows? She seemed very... She also seemed shockingly... What's the word I'm looking for? completely untanned by living in the african oh shark. yeah that's a very good point she the only way she could have been whiter is if she was me like i i, I have zero melatonin but i the whole time i just kept thinking shouldn't she be really really tan like you're in a jungle you should also be wearing way more clothes because you're white and you should be covering your skin yeah it was just very weird i i don't understand how like she, the actress didn't even like get tanned doing the movie yes she she's shockingly never really gets any tanner than she was it is yeah there are so many weird things well um i did also just real quick here's a dumb note i had did you notice when the helicopter crashes it made a world war ii dive bomber plane sound for some reason (laughs) i i I didn't notice that but i wouldn't be surprised by (laughs) as it's going down it's like and i was like wait why would a helicopter make that noise also the guy is fine when the flamingos fly away in the shot where they fly away and as he flies off and she jumps out when they cut back his entire face is covered in blood he succumbs wait what just happened he succumbed to the wounds pogue please (laughs) the flamingos gave him the death by a thousand cuts and they just all opened it once (laughs) it was just so weird i didn't like the weird they're poisoned is what you're missing uh oh is there you flamingos yeah i also like the subplot of fletcher trying to learn the new rules for poker in africa yeah they went back i thought was a bit that it was supposed to be like the guy just made that up i thought so too but then the way they describe it the way it seems to go later it felt like it was really the rules (laughs) i was very confused because i was like wait he never found out that those weren't the rules that they just made. that definitely indicates like what you were saying earlier about them shipping out scenes they definitely had stuff to film they didn't film yeah yeah or like they got it back to the others and they're like we lost all of that and we can't fly back to africa what, did you have anything else in your notes for this uh, quote-unquote movie? No, don't watch it. Um, like, oh, that's, yeah, if, that's what I was going to ask. If you happen to be, um, like, if you happen to be, like, let's say, a, a teen boy born in an era before the accessibility of the internet, I guess I'd recommend it. Yeah. You know? Or if, uh, if you were, like, you knew uh, Epstein, maybe, I guess. <laughs> I like the kid. <laughs> i was referring to the adult actress who was yes i know i shot was saying, in provocative though, sense uh, this was a different person i was saying you know it's got something for everyone horny teens and gross fuckers <laughs> they put that on the fucking poster <laughs> that's all it says we've got something for everyone you weird creepers and then just normie horny teens oh also people God. who like really bad narratives i this- i was this at the reviews? I, I mean, I'm trying to figure out in my own head if it's possible this would be fun as a bad movie watch with friends, and I don't no. think so. It's the problem ch- is, like, nothing happens. 
You know what I mean? Like, you need something to happen in a bad movie to be able to make fun of it. Lots of this movie are then just walking or riding a quote-unquote zebra. It's hard to make fun of. You know what I mean? Like, so many of the shots are just not... The opening credits and the end credits are five full minutes of Tanya Roberts riding a horse. (laughs) Going nowhere. It was so... uh, We all know my stance on opening credits. This one was very egregious. Yeah. Uh, Don't watch Sheena. (laughs) Yeah, I I was going to say, yeah, if you're asking, do I think people should watch it? The answer is no, even though you can watch it on Amazon Prime. It's just not a good movie. And it's... It's very long. Like, I paused it 40 minutes in for, like, because I, I went to the bathroom or whatever, and I came back, and I was like, wait, this still has, like, 70 minutes left? That can't pause. Why is this movie so long? Because it's just, like, I, you know, especially after, like, they instantly get Tiny Roberts completely naked, I was like, oh, is the rest of this movie just, like, softcore porn? It can't have more than 40 minutes, like you know, like, 25 minutes left. No, it still had over an hour. And I thought, boy, they're really going to squeeze in more nudity. And I don't know if they did, because I kind of quit paying attention. So, I guess that that wraps it up for us. Uh, Both uh, a no on this. Big time no on Sheena. Big time no on Sheena. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Not Another Origin Story. If you have a movie you'd like for us to do, or if you'd like to leave a comment telling us that we were wrong and that Sheena was the best movie you ever saw when you were a horny 13-year-old, let us know uh, at any social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or on SoundCloud, slash NAOSpod for all of them. Otherwise, we'll see you next week where we'll tell you what movie's up next. 